right into the triangle podcast aka al's bitch fest in a half hour we'll talk about it into the triangle on twitter for cutsguysports.com this is fresh we have some news that literally dropped like within the hour that we're recording this so which never happens to us by the way al it always happens like the day after that we record I, a new episode so, i hate i hate everything I i'm hate okay everything with this this is great this i hate is great this is great into the triangle of course Follow all the other podcasts, follow the network, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff, merch store. Again, just Couch Guy Sports in general. But we're here, Into the Triangle. What's it, what's today date, Al? It is Friday, today, January 15th. Yep. Pitchers and catchers next month. Just saying. We're almost there. Still in a pandemic. A lot of other things going on. No baseball yet. We're going to talk about Rafael Devers, right? He signed his... Uh, uh, arbitration so he's not going to go to arbitration with the team that's good right he a long-term deal that means he wants to be here that's good that's good news and he has alex quarterbacks we've talked about that great news um we're going to talk about oh andrew benintendi right that's also another news this week uh he might be out bye smell you that, that's what that's what might be happening here um i think that's it right yeah that's it i think that's all we got to talk about yeah, that's it. We're just going to talk about those two topics tonight. There's nothing else that happened that could really just, you know, hurt this franchise even more than it already is right now. Nothing all at right. all. I'm going to open this. Ooh, that's a refreshing okay. sound. I'm going to open that. Al, I'm going to let you open the, the Kluber conversation. For those of you that don't know, you should know if you're a Red Sox fan. Corey Kluber signed with the Yankees this evening. Not the Red Sox, not where he was favored. Not where he lives in the offseason, mind you, in Boston. I didn't know that. He lives in Boston. Yes, Zach, Zachary. He lives in Boston in the offseason, in the winter. He chooses to live in Boston during the winter. Right. Alan, go from there, please. I'm just going to take a sip of this to calm yep. my nerves. I'm just going to sit back and relax. What is this goddamn team doing? This is ridiculous. Corey Kluber is the one guy that you could have. He literally wanted a one-year prove-it deal. The Yankees are going to pay, what, $10 million a year for him or something like that? It's either two for 10 or two for 20. One of those two price ranges. I'm not exactly sure. Zach or Jared, check that for me because I really want to know that. You had a chance to get a former Cy Young Award winner in your rotation, which has Nathan Eovaldi, Eduardo Rodriguez, who's coming back from injury, Chris Sale, who, although he's progressing in his rehab, He's not going to be back probably until the All-Star break. Matt Andres, and then who else do you have? Realistically, who else do you have in this damn rotation? It is beyond ridiculous. And not only that, not only that, you have the New York Yankees that just swoop in. They're like, oh, we can sign whoever we want? Oh, okay. Here's $10 million, Corey Kluber. Oh, by the way, that same team re-signed DJ LeMahieu literally 12 hours earlier. You cannot tell me that you're not going to pay the players. You can pay the players. You have one of the top five payrolls in the MLB, and you can't get Corey freaking Kluber. I hate Alex, this team. I hate this team. You asked for the number. It is the, they said it is a 10 to $11 million range. So probably 10 for so a year. Prob so probably two, so for one year, 10, if he signed for two. For two, it's probably 20. 20, 20 22 20 million. Max, okay. $22 million. So, so it's, it's even worse than I expected. You could have gotten him for cheap. That is cheap for Corey Kluber. I know he's not the old Corey Kluber, but he still can be very, very good. He is a low-risk, high-reward signing now for the Yankees. So now, and I wrote about this earlier on Couch Guy today, had Corey Kluber in it, where do they go from here? 
I have no idea what direction Hyam Bloom's going to go in. Buster only said that there's reports coming out that the Red Sox are going to make a bunch of moves. Make one move first. I'm sorry. I'm done. The kings of interest is what they're becoming. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually kind of crazy to me. And I know I let off with this little tidbit. And thank you, Adam. That was beautiful. You couldn't sign a guy, guys, that chooses Boston during the winter. If you all live in New England, people in the sh- who listen to the show who live in New England in the winter know what that sentence holds in significance. Zach, you're worse. You live in upstate New York. Like, that's even worse than Boston in the winter. Like, someone chose Boston to live in the winter. You could live anywhere. You have the winters off. You could live in Florida. Look at all the players that live in Miami. Go back to the Dominican. They, he chooses to live in Boston. And you couldn't sign this guy to a one-year even $15 million deal to outbid the Yankees. Like it makes you think like, what were they offering him to? Like, what were did they, if, you know, did they offer him anything? Yeah. Like, even that. You know, like we're talking about being the Kings of interest. Well, did you, did you offer Kluber anything? And I know there's a guy on the staff he's familiar with in terms of the Yankees. So like that has something he's worked with them in the past. So like, if you want something familiar to get his career back, that's something. But like at this stage in your career, you think that a team that you, that you would play for that you already live in that city like you would think they'd have the upper hand if they just came to the table with something like at all so my guess is they offered him like nothing because the way we know we know the way this team works guys um they probably offered nothing Heimbloom doesn't used to isn't used to having money so he probably didn't offer him much ownership didn't step in because he claims this is Heimbloom's team which is fine that's what i want it to be because i don't want john henry anywhere near that front office so did Heimbloom offer like six and go, yeah, you can do. We're Boston. You can come play for six million. We ha- we don't have anything more. Heim Bloom, you do. It may, you have a it, fat paycheck. It makes me think too. Do they not? Do they not want Kluber, or is it more? Do they, do they believe in the players they have currently, like Tanner Houck, um, Pavetta? Obviously, Erod's gonna be coming back soon. Doesn't do you? Go but ahead. if they use those, if they use those two guys in the bottom of the rotation, and like having Kluber and um, like those two guys, and you don't say you don't value Kluber, like why can't those guys fight for a fifth rotation spot? I just want to say one quick thing. I'll let you finish it now. But like like I said, do you think that it's just more belief factor or do you just think that they weren't willing to offer him that much money? You know what I, I, mean? I mean? I mean, what is the harm in doing a one year? Like, I mean, you just saw the numbers. Jared said the numbers a few minutes ago. 10 to 11 million, you could have very easily just thrown Corey Kluber 15 million and just said, okay, one year prove a deal, fine. Here's $15 million. We're paying for the old Corey Kluber. Come on in and help us for a year, and then we'll go from there. Then you can go sign with the Yankees next year if you want, whatever. But Tanner Houck and Nick Pavetta, intriguing options. As a fifth starter. As a fifth starter, correct. If that. Like, the thing is, Tanner Houck, we all have just penciled into the rotation. Like, yeah, he did well last year, but it was a crap year in 2020 in a just a weird year in general. So are mm-hmm. we really going to say that Tanner Houck's going to be the savior as far as the back end of the rotation? I don't know. And Nick Pivetta, he's got some value, but we don't know what he's going to bring. I'm hoping for, you know, something. If he could be your number four starter, then fine. Or, you know, a spot starter, whatever. But what direction are you going in now? Are you going to go get Trevor Bauer? Probably not. Are you going to try to pull a trade at this point? Who's left? That's why I'm so frustrated with this team. Like you say, the moves are coming. Start with 
Start with move number one. Thing is, like, it sounded like they were almost the hands down favorites to, yes. to land Kluber, right? Like, all the talk was, oh, I'd be shocked if he's not in Boston, or like all the execs think Kluber's a favorite to go to Boston. All so it's like, yeah, that's partially on us to like buy into the hype. But like, when you looked at the tea leaves, like, it all made sense. Like, again, he lived in Boston. He needs to prove a deal. The Red Sox have the money to spend this year because they decided to suck to figure figure out the luxury tax. Like, it all stars align for them to get a quick prove it deal from Kluber. And then if you worked out, you keep him around. Like, that that almost seemed like a no-brainer. All right, pencil him in. Kluber's in the Red Sox rotation. And then let's go from there. And then all of a sudden, he's going to the freaking Yankees? Like, of all teams, of all teams, to swoop in and go, nah, you're not going to go to Boston. You're going to come play for us. I wouldn't even be mad if it was, like, the Mets. Like if the Mets swooped in and kept their amazing offseason going, if if anyone else came in, like if the Dodgers were like Kluber, you want to come pitch for us? Like sure, go play for the Dodgers. The freaking Yankees of all teams, you let them swoop in. Like, we all know the Red Sox. Players. No, exactly. Yeah, like we all know that the Red Sox need pitching and all this, but like the Red Sox fan base, us all included, aren't going to be patient enough to let you have two three years of sucking. Like that's just not how this town works if they're not even somewhat better, if not even a lot better this year, because they have the ability to be better this year, that's a massive fail. And people are going to turn on Heim Bloom real quick. You know, what's funny. Obviously, you know, how I, I'm from Buffalo and I, how much I hate the Boston sports are than the Red Sox. And you walk in the airport and you see all the championship banners and yeah. you realize how much team or how much this team or the city has won in sporting. So, as a Buffalo fan, I know what sucking is like, but for you guys, winning is the main priority. And if you don't win, that's a failure. I mean, obviously, um, winning is everything, especially like that's a main goal. But if you're like a Boston or a Yankees, win the cha- winning at all is the top goal. So I definitely agree with you there. I'm not sure how much more this fan base can take well it, well not only that too right it's like think about it from a different boston sports team's perspective for a second the new england patriots this year they stunk they went seven to nine i know we're not a patriots podcast but stay with me cam newton he always would say you know it's unacceptable to lose here because that's the standard like zach said with boston sports the standard is getting to the finals or getting to the stanley cup finals or getting to the super bowl world series whatever sport it is and winning titles so now you're basically saying to your fan base, we still don't care about winning. We had the crap kicked out of us in 2020. We're lucky that we went 24 and 36, whatever the record was in the shortened 2020 season. Now in 2021, you started off on the right foot. You brought, you brought back the manager that everybody wanted and you should have brought back. Great move. You've made two signings of, of, that are noteworthy. Two signings that you at least know who the players' names are. Are they big impact guys? No. But there's still options out there. Marcelo Zuna is out there. George Springer is out there. And I know we're still talking pitching, but just in is general. Tanaka still, is Tanaka still out there? Yeah. Tanaka Tanaka said he's either going back to the Yankees oh. or he's going to pitch in Japan. So, oh, he's, yeah, he's, he might go back. So, there's no – and I would have loved that. And we talked about that, Jared and yep. Zach. We've talked about that multiple times. So now the question remains, and I'll ask you to this as a hypothetical. What pitcher is out there that realistically the Red Sox can get, but also benefit the starting rotation? That's my question. I mean, 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Zach. I mean, just because I know who he is, Porcello. Yeah, but are you, but are you gonna want to deal with the roller coaster that's I, Porcello? Yeah. I understand. I get it, Zach. Like you're not you're not far off there. That's not. I mean, that proves that pro- that proves Al's point. That's what's right. left. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's Rick Porcello. I mean, like I would love Rick Porcello back. Like he sucked last year. You bring him back. He did well with Cora. Like all those things line up. Where as your fourth starter, sure. What else are you gonna do? If Rodriguez comes back too. Like, cause I don't even think, I don't even think like, I don't, us as fans, would we hate the idea of Rick Porcello coming back? No. At this point, no, because there's nobody left. I mean, let's see, let's see here. Charlie Morton, he signed with the, um, the Braves. I was really bummed up about that one. Right. Mike Miner signed with Kansas City. Trevor Bauer's still out there. Tanaka said he's going to go back to Japan. Jake Odorizzi. Now he's a name that at this point, if you add a Jake Odorizzi. No, good. All I was going to say was with Jake Odorizzi, if you bring him into the rotation now, it's a, another low-risk, high-reward type of signing, okay? And you bring another righty into that rotation. You need a good righty veteran in that rotation. Other names out there, Marcus Stroman, he accepted his qualifying offer from the Mets. Then there's like James Paxton, Rick Porcello, like Zach said. After that, the list gets worse. Maybe a John Lester, but John Lester is going to be 37. Love John Lester. Love the idea of him coming back, but you need to have guys in your plans for the long term. Go ahead, I say go go with Paxson just for a year. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Obviously, we need sales going to be out for at least half of the season after recovering from Tommy John. Hopefully, Rodriguez will be back and ready to go. Valdi. And then if you slot either a Paxson or one of those other guys you mentioned and have Hauk and then Pavetta, that's, I mean, is it sexy pitching staff? No, it's not. But it's good enough to get the job done. But you also have to think too, is like, we talked about this last year, how, oh, that team should still be a playoff team. You know, the pitching sucks because their offense is supposed to be loaded. Their offense still is relative with the same people. Like their offense should still be pretty damn good. good and you're getting quarterback to help those guys that might've struggled. And I, again, I keep putting weight in core and I think it's really powerful. Like what core will do for Devers and Bogarts and those guys, like those younger players will be meaningful. So could you win a lot of games and make the playoffs with what Zach just said in the rotation? Yes. I genuinely think that's enough to make the playoffs, um, but to win, no. And that's the failure because they need to win. Like that's it for the Yankees are ahead of you. They're built for the future. They did it right. They missed the playoffs one year doing that. And the Red Sox are still every other yeah. year and have a good, I think they're better chance of missing than making the playoffs this year. Wasn't like, it 20, wasn't 2013 too, that the Yankees missed the playoffs. It was that year, right? The Red Sox won it all with that crew with victory. Yes. In them. Same year. Yep. Same year. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And then like you said, Every year after, they've made it at least to the playoffs. Yep. So you give yourself a shot to win it all. Get to the dance, and like, and then yeah. you got a shot. And if you're the Red Sox, like, if I'm a Red Sox fan, I don't need you to win the World Series every year. It's not possible. No. But like, I just want you in the playoffs every year. You're a playoff market. You're a playoff team. You should be every year. That's a Boston standard. I don't care if there's a year where you're not as great and you exit in the first round. Cool. As long as you put a productive team on the field, there's a season. Th- I'm done with the seasons out and Zach that end in May. I'm done yes. with getting to May 25th and going, well, the Red Sox season's over. They're not going to the playoffs. Let's stop. And, I, and like, we all watch because we're hardcore. But, like, I, I want this – this town is such a baseball town when they're good. And there's nothing – and, like, I want the Revs to get attention, yes, on a non-baseball note. But, like, this town is such a baseball town when that team is good. Look at look at 2018, right, leading up to that year. All those years that they got ousted by the Astros, they weren't that popular. They weren't even that likable, really. But then 2018, they were a juggernaut all the way through. 
That team was popping. The, the place was popping. Fenway Park was nuts. When they won that, I popped champagne on my front porch. Like, it was insane. That team was so good. Like, you go back to 2018, and you pretty much had the same offense. Yes, there's no Mookie. There's no Brock Holt. Um, who knows what's going to happen with Benintendi. But there are still some solid players on the team. You talk about it. Bogarts, Devers. Um, Vasquez is starting to find his game finally. Um, who knows what's going to happen to Jackie Bradley Jr. Verdugo is going to help out. Obviously, he had a good year last year. But, yeah, you're you're right. They do have a good offense still. And I feel like part of the reason why we're bad is – well, the main reason why we're bad is because we had no pitching. I mean, yep. the four – it would be like the four nothing in the fourth inning already. Not even that. Sometimes the first inning was four nothing. So let's let's talk about Andrew Benintendi because like perfect that's where, where, where yeah. we're going, right? So perfect. Basically, he's being traded. That's what we're getting from reports. Like it's very likely they've been shopping him around. I get their thought. Like I get it. Like by the time he, this comes out, he might have already been. He might have already been traded. Yeah. Like the thought. I I get the thought of Heimbloom. Because you know what? He wasn't great last year. There's still upside there. He's younger. But like when I look at that and go, why? You're going to get nothing back for him. And there's, I mean, like if you maybe are now going to use some of those assets, Andrew Benatendi and maybe a Michael Chavis, because it's a log jam at first base to bring in something decent, I'll listen to you, right? Like I'm not a completely against trading Andrew Benatendi, but it better be for something damn good. And then if you do trade Andrew Benatendi, which it sounds like is going to happen, you better not let JBJ walk. Like you better keep JBJ at that point because then you just lost two of your, actually you wouldn't have had any of your starting outfielders from even a couple years ago. Cause then you would have yeah. lost Mookie JBJ and Ben attending in two off seasons. That's why I feel like they brought Renfro in too. I feel like they knew something that was going to happen with Ben attending. I'm not sure if it was just because, you know, they need another outfielder because, or they would have just thought about Jackie Bailey jr. But it makes you wonder too. What about George Springer? Could he be a possible Red Sox shooter? I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he, he is a shooter. They, they are a shooter for him, but will they sign him though? If they, um... I think he's going to end up in Toronto. Toronto's trying to be aggressive this offseason too. If they, they didn't they're... sign freaking Corey Kluber to an $11 million deal, they're not going to sign George Springer. I was there's, the there's no way on George Springer from day one. I'll can attest yep. to that. Oh, uh, I know. I was too. I was preaching George Springer from the rooftops and since day one, but there has been zero talk of it. Like even mm-hmm. Bauer, I was. I, I'm. I'm still all for Bauer. Like, I would love it. And now I think. I mean, Bauer could come here on a cheaper deal if he doesn't get what he wants. Like Bauer's going to get pay, overpaid if someone pays him what he's asking. So like, there is a small chance of that, but George Springer's not coming. I feel like the dominoes are going to start falling now after Kluber and LeMahieu. Granted, they both went to the Yankees, but still, I feel like it'll start like picking up now as we go. LeMahieu didn't shock me as much. Like, no. and, like yeah. I'm, I'm not shocked he won. He wanted to be there. Corey it, Kluber gen- genuinely shocked me, and now you have to figure out, like you said, Al, what's out there. But like, I don't want you trading Andrew Benintendi for nothing, like at all. Like, if you're if you're going to get crap or a bag of balls or whatever for him. You keep him and you let him prove it because I do think genuinely he's still got something left. And, you know, Andrew Benintendi 2018, it was pretty good. Like he wasn't the superstar that he was projected to be ever, but like if Corey can get him back to that and then you still have Verdugo, like I'm not asking Andrew Benintendi to be the face of the franchise. Like, no, God, no, that's what Xander's for. But no. like, come on. But it's also like, you want to trade Andrew Benintendi, that's fine, but you should have done it after the 2019 season. Now, mm-hmm. I know it's hard to say trade two outfielders in the same offseason, but guess what? His value was a lot higher then. Right yeah, now, I'm praying, 
like I want to be able to say like Bloom is good enough to, if he's going to trade Benintendi, convince whoever he gives him to, dude, it was a COVID shortened season. They barely like we, it, yeah. it, it's not what, it's not what he is. Like that's the sell to another team. Like he has value. Look at 2018, look at 2019. I think everyone else can ignore 2020 because look what COVID did. Like yeah. people can, you could probably sell someone that Benintendi was better than 2020 because it was COVID like, because of this, the way the season was. So I and get that. If you can figure that out. And then like, I totally get that value, but you got to do something big here because if you don't trade Ben Tenney for a bag of balls, or if you thought Al was pissed about Corey Kluber not coming, my God, like that is not okay in this town. You can't trade one of the guys who everyone loves, mind you. Like they're all over Twitter. If you read it, like no one wants Ben Tenney gone. Like between the flow and all the girls going crazy, and then you have the guys who think it actually makes sense to keep them. Like if you trade Ben Tenney, it better be for something decent, or you might as well keep him in left field. Same with Bucky too. But the thing with Kluber, too, just going back to Kluber for one more second, the thing about Kluber, I literally said today, I forget who I was talking to, but I said to them, there's just one thing that's going to tick me off, and it's if the Yankees come in and swoop in. Sure enough, they did it. Would, would I be complaining as much if he went to, like, the Phillies or if he went to, like, the Mariners or something like that? No. But it's the fact that it's the Yankees, and the Yankees are proving that you can go out, spend some money, get yourself better. Because now the Yankees have their second baseman in place for the rest of his career. And for the next year or two, you have a guy that can help you in your rotation. You got better today by being aggressive. What is this Red Sox team going to do? Are they literally going to trot out back onto the field pretty much the same team from 2020? That was a dumpster fire to watch. That's what they're on pace to do. And it's sad. Isn't it sad? You know what's funny too? Isn't it sad, Jared, that – like you and I are right around the same age. You're a little older than me, maybe by like a year, but you know, like 10, 15 years ago, the Patriots and the Red Sox were the top two teams in this town with the Celtics and Bruins. I don't want to say they were afterthoughts, but they weren't on the championship trail. Now it's been a complete 180 where the Celtics and Bruins are the two dominant teams. The Patriots, everybody still loves because of their recent success. No offense, Zach. And the Red Sox, you know, the Red Sox are at the bottom right now, which is crazy because, like you said too, Jared, Boston's a baseball city. Mm-hmm. But there's still no attraction there because John Henry, I don't know what he's doing with this team. I don't know what Ian Bloom's doing with this team right now. And unless we start seeing some signings, it's you're not the viewership's going to be down again this year, and people are going to start to lose a lot of interest in this team, even the diehards. I mean, I'm all about John Henry selling the team. I could talk an hour about that. Please, I'll, I'll, I'll give you details point. on my bank account. Like, see the oh. wire transfers over to Liverpool. Buffalo oh. will take them. <laughs> yeah, the same. Yeah, go go ahead. Um, no, you're ours. You can't you can't be a fan of a Buffalo baseball team if that exists. No, no, you're a Red Sox fan. You're you're stuck in this misery. Um, they moved Buffalo, then I can't. Yeah, you know, you know, you're sticking with us. Get over it. Yeah, no, Red Sox are no. The Red Sox are never moving to Buffalo. They should. Ew. Ew. <laughs> um zach look sh- shut up okay yeah yeah <laughs> sorry but just shut up <laughs> yeah i've been silent pretty much the entire podcast so oh nice job mail you just drop your karma. microphone that was karma drop the mic come out that's how mad i am is that i'm dropping my microphone about this forsaken team guys if they don't have a decent season this year i think al's gonna like lose it like I, I think he might actually just like run through the wall, like legitimately just, and maybe maybe put himself in the wall, just might leave him there. There's a, there's a there's a wall right there that I'm about ready to run into with my head just 
tilted down if this team doesn't figure it out as far as bringing in players that can actually play and not try out Matt Halls and Josh Ostriches and all these God. other I think, I think Al might move to Buffalo if they have a tough season. I Al, that goodness. Buffalo, buddy. I'll pick you up from the airport, be your chauffeur. It's a good deal. I, I, I mean, that's not a bad deal. Can we, can we go to a, can we go to a Bills game? Well, I'd go to a Bills game with you guys. Put, want you put through the table? Uh, no, I don't want to be put okay. through a table because I might die. But I'll go Did to a see? Bills game. Yeah, I'll go to Bills game. I, wear, I won't wear Patriots gear unless they're playing the Patriots because that would just get me shot in Buffalo. But, can I just look. say something real fast? Oh, okay. You can say whatever you want. I know we're off topic here, but I've seen some of my Patriot fans come to Buffalo with, Patriot, with Brady jerseys on. And you know he's obviously – enemy number one here he's welcomed in buffalo of course right no yeah no big deal but if you're good you might get hacked a little bit but if you're not like a complete scumbag you will not get killed i promise you i have i have witnessed patriots games believe me i can't i can't be a scumbag when the patriots suck it's not right it doesn't feel right it feels also right i will say this now. ideal situation just off topic because that's what we're doing right now yeah no big deal we good bills tampa bay buccaneers super bowl Brady beats the Bills again. No, that, I did not ideal that, situation. I did. Ideal situation. <laughs> I, I had to bring it up. Ideal situation. Brady beats Buffalo. Well, yeah, he's coming back to New England next year too. No, um, oh, I thought you meant like playing for the Patriots. No. Brady's coming. Brady's coming back to playing New England next year. Um, oh God. Tom Brady beating the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. Ring number seven. Can't get away from him. That's my ultimate dream. Tell him to get to the Saints first. That's a possibility. Look at the Saints. Listen, 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 we're getting off topic anyway, yeah. but last thought, then we'll get back on topic. If the Browns pull off a miracle win in Kansas City on Sunday, oh, don't overestimate the Browns, Zach. Oh, oh. if the Browns <laughs> play the Bills, the Browns win. I mean, we have, to, <laughs> like, we have to beat the Ravens first of all to do that. Oh, you'll beat the Ravens. This you'll is true. Ravens. All right, but we're, we're a baseball podcast. We want to talk Fuck. about it. Actually, no, we just like being miserable, so let's just keep talking about this forsaken team i know misery but, yeah he, he does live in buffalo that's just true yeah, that's just hey you have grub your rob gronkowski is from your town like you have a claim to so it's patrick Keeney. yeah there you go um look andrew benetani overall i want him here this year like i i'd rather them not trade him. like I, I think they're they're selling low if they trade him now um they didn't they say about the end of this week like today's yep. Friday. End it? of the weekend. And I, I thought it was going to be by Friday. Like as we're recording, it's Friday yeah, night. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, by the end of today, yeah. Yeah, I assume we know. I'm going on Twitter right now to see if there's anything new that's going on with him. Um, but look, my, my Twitter's all covered with Celtics right now because they're playing. Um, I, I think this Red Sox team can be decent with one more piece of the rotation pitching-wise because you know Sale is coming back. And then you have Sale, Erod, Evaldi, Pitcher X, say Odorizzi, and then whatever. Like, if Odorizzi comes here, he's your fourth starter, right? Like, when Sale comes back. So, like, that's decent. And then I, what I just really want this year, guys, pitching-wise, the stupid fifth starter needs to go. You are a big market team that can afford pitching. I do not want you to be the Rays and throw a, a bullpen game every five days. Like, that is not the way the Red Sox function. That is not the way they should function. And they should not be doing that. They, can ha- they should have a fifth starter legitimately or a rotation of fifth starters. I don't care. There should be enough guys in your arsenal to not need a rotational game at the end of every five, every, every five games. It shouldn't be needed. Not at all. It, I've had it with this team. I've had it. I'm just, I'm done with it. But hey, how many days still pitchers and catchers, guys? Woo! Truck day! Woo! Month. Uh, do, we think, do we think fans get end up at Fenway this year, guys? Can we go to a Red Sox game? I again? mean, Tampa Bay. That would be fun. 
Tampa Bay's having their fans, but you know, in, well, Massachusetts, in, we're hardos here. We're in, in Massachusetts. Insert, insert um, average attendance for raid games joke here because it's like yeah. a number. <laughs> I was going to say the, the number they're allowing in might be more than their actual attendance. Um, <laughs> Which shocked me because the Rays went to the World Series last year, guys. Like, they should have more fans there than they do. Uh, they should move that team to Nashville. Um, Buffalo. Not Buffalo. Fuck, they're going to have less fans in Buffalo. Um, look, Rafael Devers, guys, signed, signed his they, – they came to agreement, avoiding arbitration. You want to know why I know that's a big deal? Why? Because that means he wants to be here. Mm-hmm. Good. They, they could have taken him for – they, they could have he could have tried everything under the sun to, to not do that and go to court and see what happens. He didn't. They agreed on a number. He's coming back. That means he wants to be here. And I think, again, I'll say this over until I'm blue in the face. Alex Cora is a big part of that. If Alex Cora is not your manager this year, I think that turns out differently. I do. Um, this is a big deal. I mean, you got Devers. And, and who knows? Is Devers working himself out of third base? That's another conversation to have if he's here long term because you never know who you're going to get there. There's other options that Devers could move eventually to say first base even, but for right now, you know your third baseman's here. You know your shortstop's here. You have options at second and first in the in the system, I think, that are good enough, right? Because Dahlbeck's probably going to be up a decent amount, if not the whole year this year. Um, Chavis, if he doesn't get dealt, which I, I think Chavis is the guy to deal, but if he doesn't get dealt, he's up here. Uh, we talked about this last week. I think Jeter Downs is up at, at some point at second base. So you have your core offensive guys in the system. Verdugo's going to be here for a while, Um Maybe either JBJ or Ben Benintendi will be here for a while. One of those two guys is probably out one staying. So I think you have a good core and Devers today helps solidify that. Cause I think he's your one, a one B to Bogarts is one a at this point. I just want to say, I'm not sure if you guys saw this on Twitter the other day, but I heard him Marcus, Marcus Semyon. Is that how you say his last mm-hmm. name? Is yep. Tied to, the A's. yep. Yeah. It's tied to the Red Sox as well. So if they can land him, that's a very solid infield right there. Devers, Bogarts, Semyon, Dalbeck. Great. So was Kluber. Like, it doesn't mean anything now until you actually sign them. Well, but then again, we do need pitching. So it's, we need, we it, need everything. The team of interest, 2021 Red Sox. I haven't even started yet. We're already fuming. It's about right. It's usually what this podcast is all about. Yep. But hey, guys, they signed a 16 year old dude. International water, oh, so that's yeah? fun. Yeah, that that's is fun. pretty cool. He actually is like supposed to be a stud. It's like it's like an easy way to build your prospect, and it wasn't even that much. I don't remember how much it was. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, but he is 16 year old, hits the crap out of the ball. Um, so they did something right. And hey, you know what? They were actually they were favorites to sign that kid, and they did. So maybe you know that that's a look in the right direction, right? 16 year old kids in the MLB. I'm here 20, 23 years old. <laughs> Right. Doing nothing. Oh, and look, it was dude. It was only one point five million dollars for this kid. He's in the top thirty of international prospects. He's an outfielder. Great. There's your JBJ replacement. Bring him up now. Whatever. Nice they clearly don't care if they're they they clearly don't care if they're good. So whatever. It's fine. Jaron Duran season. He's gonna be up. Good. I'm I'm, I'm more with Nick Qualley on this one. He's he's gonna be up. And you know what? It's okay. Great news, boys. I found a way to watch Nesson. We're good. We're rolling, rocking and rolling for the season. Hey. Beautiful thing. Screw you, YouTube TV. Just kidding. It's Nesson's fault. Um, <laughs> I still have YouTube TV, by the way. I didn't cancel them because they're great. Um, into the Triangle Podcast, Couch Guy Sports. That was a David Ortiz episode number 34 right there. Of course, it was an angry one. Yeah. 
big, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? Follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, couchguysports.com, all written content, the store, the Twitch, the YouTube. Just go hit that button. Just do it. Just do it, guys. Don't don't question. Just do it. We're on just, the rise. Yeah. Al says we're on the rise a lot. Because we are. I like the Al's Red great, Sox. Al's a, Al's a great. Yeah, I like the Red Sox. All right. We'll be back next week. Episode 35. Until, until then. Bye. See ya. See ya.